All right, everybody, welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Glad to have you guys listening. I hope everybody enjoyed our last episode. Uh, That was a a very informative one, so I'm I'm hoping this one's going to be the same. We've got another new member with us here, uh, Mr. David Poteet from E-Tank. David, how are you, man? Matt, I'm doing great today to try to survive this snow. How are you and your family doing? I mean, we're doing about the same. It's uh, like well, just like we were talking right before we we started recording. And a couple of good snows back to back here in Middle Tennessee has got me kind of kind of thrown for a loop. I know, man. It's unusual, and uh, I don't know if I'm a fan of it quite yet. <laughs> I'm a fan of it for a short time while I'm playing in the snow with the kids, and after that, I'm ready for it to go away. For sure. <laughs> uh, well, man. Uh, you guys are a new member here with us at Nuke of Mill, Tennessee, um, and I, I just want to get you on, talk about E-Tank, and, and but I always like to kick this off by finding out a little bit about yourself. If you don't mind, just you know, letting, the, letting the membership know a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got into the industry, and then, then we'll learn a little bit about E-Tank. Yeah, for sure, man. I just want to say before I get started on myself, this is a, this is a really cool thing you do. Um, we're members of, of several different associations across our geographical footprint. And I've joined up a lot of associations getting this new territory started and no one has done this, you know, and this is when you sent me this invite on email, I thought, how, how cool. I mean, how neat to just get our, get our name out there and let, again, let people know who we are, what we do and where we are. Um, so I just think it's a really neat thing for an association to take the time um, to get a new member um, into the association with a, with a tool such as this, for sure. It's a really good, really good thing. Uh, but a little bit about me, I'm from uh, Huntsville, Alabama, originally. I uh, went to, you know, all my elementary, middle, high school in that area, and then went down to Auburn for school uh, from 08 to 12. Met my War wife Eagle. down there. Yeah, War Eagle, man. <laughs> um, met my wife down there, and then I moved to Nashville um, in, 20. I guess it would have been fall of 2013. Lived in Nashville for quite some time, and then in... 2019, I would have found uh, a house down here in Franklin, Tennessee. So moved down this way um, and really I've loved it. I mean, it's a great area. Middle Tennessee has so much to offer and and we just, uh, we love being out here. But as far as E-Tank and how I got involved with it, so I initially went to school with uh, the idea of getting into the criminal justice world of all things. And then as time progressed, I uh, got a little older and, and met with a few mentors and people that had some some good advice for me. And I just had this knack to get into sales and I had always wanted to, to get into an outside role. I enjoy networking and talking to people. And, um, I had a few sales, uh, positions before E-Tank. And then when I connected with, uh, Jim Bush, who's my direct report and uh, director of sales at the company connected with him on LinkedIn and we just kind of hit it off. And I've always had a fascination with complex jobs, large equipment, um, a lot of moving parts on, on construction sites. I've always just had a really, um, in, key interest in that. Um, so when I learned about what E-Tank does, I, I had to be a part of it in a sense. It just really, um, it really strikes a chord with me and it's been a good run since. We were founded in 97 with tanks, frack tanks and boxes. Um, and then in 2012, we added our pump infiltration division. So we've got a wide array of what our capabilities are and, and uh, we definitely have a few key things we feel separate us. Um, but it's, it's, it's been a good been a good run so far for sure that's pretty awesome man uh so is there any specific part of the company that you specialize in or do you kind of kind of do it all yes yeah, so i'm a regional account manager for southern indiana kentucky and tennessee and our, our four 
branches are is going to be frack tanks, roll off boxes, pumps, and filtration. So I do all four of those. I don't have one specific lane um, that I stay in. So we we cover all four of those. Okay. So do you do you guys have a branch here in Nashville? It's not in Nashville. It's in Katy's, Kentucky, which is southwest Kentucky. Oh yeah. Um, which is about eighty three miles from the center point of downtown Nashville. We put that branch there um, because it is fairly close to Nashville. And it's also close to the industrial market down in Southwest Kentucky, also Southern Indiana. And we can just touch several part, several key locations that, that we have a high need for a high demand and a high need for our equipment. Um, so I never thought I would spend as much time as I have in Katie's Kentucky, but uh, that has turned out to be a really good location for us. And we hope it's, it's more of a regional office uh, down the road to where we can, um, plug into much smaller facilities, maybe in the area, because it is, a, it's 15 acres. It's a large facility. Um, we can do a lot there. We can store a lot of equipment. Um, it's, it's really been a, really been a fantastic location for us. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with the area, man. I'm a, originally a Kentucky boy. I'm really from Louisville, but I'm familiar with over there. And you're right. If, if somebody were to need something, give you a shout and you guys can have it there in no time. That's not far away at all. Yeah, so I, I, you know, obviously covering Kentucky, I, I handle a lot of Louisville, and we got a decent amount of stuff going on that way. Um, so out of Louisville, you know, Katie's is a little bit of a clip, but we also have a Cincinnati branch and an Indianapolis branch, so we can get down to that market uh, fairly quickly. Pretty easy. Yep. Good. That means our our chapter to the north there will be happy to hear that. Nuka, yeah, Kentucky, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So one. The one thing I always found funny about Kentucky is there's no direct route from outside of the state to the central part of the state. You got to hop on one of those parkways and kind of go around. Yeah, and there's um, nothing on those parkways. So if you get on them, make sure you got some fuel. That's right. You're, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have a hard time finding a place to stop. But yeah, you will. It's a beautiful drive down the parkway, anyhow. So For sure. Great. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, any other info you want to fill us in on on E Tank? Y'all got any or any questions for me for Nuka or or anything you want to learn about us? Man, well, I just did want to say a few things about um, about E Tanks. We take we take great pride in our customer service. We take great pride in uh, how we take care of our equipment. We have a few protocols that we go after. Um, we hang our hats on complete maintenance and certified clean. Complete maintenance means that every piece of equipment that comes back to our yards after the rental has ended, um, we strip it down. We multi point inspect the equipment. We make sure everything's rocking and rolling and ready for the next project. On uh, certified clean is in regards to our frack tanks. We make sure that tank is uh, pH neutral before it goes out to the next job. So there's not going to be any kind of cross contamination that um, the next renter would have. And, you know, that's really important for any type of um, downstream liability that the next renter might have to worry about. And I don't know necessarily how much um, frack tank use would come out of members of NUCA. Um, if you ever ran into um, a need to temporarily store, uh, groundwater that you run into, or maybe it could be contaminated water, whatever it might be. Um, that's, that's the, um, that's the metric we use to take care of our, our tanks. Okay. Um, and really that's equipment, equipment across the board. Like I said, our roll off boxes that come back, we maintain everything, um, to the highest standard and we spend a lot of time on, on doing that. The, so uh, that's a, a, a good point you just made uh, about the frack tanks because that's something I never would have thought of to use them for. So I, that's, that's good information. But one thing I've learned in this industry is everybody has a different name for everything. Oh, yeah. So if you don't, if you don't mind, you know, like you do with the frack tanks, give us a little bit of a description of each of your, your four major things so everybody kind of is on the same page on what we're hearing about. They're not calling it something different than what you're calling it. So they, they know what you offer. 
Yeah, so a frack tank normally going to be 21,000 gallons. And again, it's temporary storage of, you know, it could be water, oil, fuel, oily water, uh, stuff that you need to temporarily store, whether you're going to haul and dispose it, or if you want to transition and get it filtered, you know, we have filtration capabilities. So if you um, are on a job site and you hit some groundwater and that groundwater turns out to be contaminated, we have filtration measures, measures that you can run that contaminated water through to remove those contaminants prior to discharge. And that can be done through uh, bag filtration from, you know, 0.5 to 100 microns. Uh, it can be done through media vessels with activated carbon or organoclay that can soak up some of those contaminants as it passes through the vessel. Uh, we have um, uh, automatic self-cleaning screen filters that just completely wash back and forth. They have automatic discharging. Um, uh, it, it's really endless. I mean, I think we've, we've filtered anything and everything that has come across our desk. Um, and, that, and that's what really I feel like can separate us is, is you can, you, we, we try to be a one-stop shop when it comes to anything environmental, um, environmental equipment need for sure. Uh, roll off boxes. When I say that, think of a 25 yard, uh, 25 cubic yard open or a tarp top roll off box. So you think of like a Republic services or a waste management dumpster, but ours are sludge tight. Ours are water and sludge tight. So you can, you can store a lot of nasty stuff in these things. Um, Good place if anybody to has some mud. do what now? Good place to put some bore mud. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, any of that kind of stuff. It's 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 got a gasket that's sealed tight, so you're not going to have any leaks coming out of it when you're transitioning it down to the road or down to the landfill wherever you're going with it. We have vacuum boxes that are used in transition with vacuum trucks, so you can free up your vacuum truck to stay on the job and just continue to fill the boxes with whatever material they're pulling. Um, We've got dewatering boxes, vacuum dewatering boxes that have a cage in them. And you can put a specific micron liner over that cage to, to drain out the water from the material putting into it. Um, and then on the pumps, which is the big thing here, I feel like for Nuka, is we have anything from 3 to 12 inch. We have vac assist, wet primes that are really nasty pumps that can handle some pretty stringent material. We, can, we have hydraulic submersibles, um, sound attenuated vac assist. If you're doing a job in a residential area, then you got to keep the you got to keep the noise level down. Um, we have, you know, handheld submersibles you can throw in the water, let them do their own work. Um, a sludge cat that can pump peanut butter at 250 gallons per minute. Um, we, we've got some pretty, we've got some pretty cool pumps, man. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, uh, it, it, uh, when you're talking about the roll-off boxes, man, that's something that when we're doing directional drilling, you know, people not wanting that bore mud to frack out and get into creeks and, other stuff like that and we're always trying to find a way place to store it so we can take it to dispose of it and that's something that's never come to my mind so that's a I, I really like to hear about that capability so i know there's a lot of other nuka members that do directional drilling and and yep. we've got some directional drilling members in the chapter here so that's a sure that that's great information yeah i see a lot of uh c and d boxes like a construction and debris box all the time that has they'll put like a uh, a liner in it to, to kind of help from that leaking Yep. And our boxes again are sludge tight, so you know they don't necessarily have to have a liner in there um, for it to be, you know, quote unquote leak proof. They're going to be sealed and they're ready to roll. And, we, and again, you know, one thing we find in, in our industry and with some of our competitors is <clears throat> a popular thing is to have these laydown yards. Yep. And they they store equipment in these gravel lots, and they don't take care of their equipment. And you know, again, we have 15 acres of Mercedes and a 9,000 square foot facility. So we place a lot of emphasis on when that equipment returns to that yard 
we go through it. We take care of it. And the, it gives you confidence and it gives the next renter confidence that that, that piece of equipment is going to be fully functional um, before it leaves that facility. And also that makes that reminds me, I did want to cover uh, with our pumps. We have what we call a pump diagnostic station at our branches. So, you know, say if Matt Mingus calls and needs a pump from E-Tank out of Katie's, before you get that pump on your site, we're going to hook it up to our diagnostic station, which essentially allows the pump to run wide open. It's going to make sure the pump curve is operating efficiently. Um, and it's going to make sure the pump is operating to the manufacturer's spec. And we will not demove and deliver that pump and, until it's been hooked up to that diagnostic station. And we feel confident that it's running the way it's supposed to run. Um, so just kind of another measure and another another tool that we have in our uh, toolbox here. Yeah, that's another thing I think is awesome because especially, you know, on a pump or those tanks or something like that, you know, anybody that's out there trying to work very environmentally friendly, if you get it, get something like out there and it starts leaking or, you know, putting something back down that you're trying to get rid of and it's doing you no damn good. No, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, it, it's really, we try to keep it simple. And at the end of the day, it's a pretty simple thing we're doing here. So the least thing we can do, the, the, it's the least thing we can do is just take care of it and make sure it's uh it's clean and it's, it's maintained when you, when you receive that piece of equipment, it, you know, that, that's it. That's, that's all there is to it. Really. That's awesome. Good deal, man. Uh, man, I, I love what everything you're telling me about E-Tank. I didn't know much about E-Tank until we sat down and, you know, did this, did this podcast. So, you know, I've learned a lot. Uh, so I hope that that's a lot of information for our members. Uh, man, is there any, any, any questions you got of Nuka of Middle Tennessee? Man, I mean, not necessarily. I'm just excited to get plugged in with you guys. I know, um, you know, getting into the civil construction world and getting plugged into that side of things, uh, the folks that work on the utilities, we, we've really wanted to grow that part of our business. Um, so when I learned about Nuka, you know, again, it was a no brainer. I know you guys are busy. So someone like me showing up at the office and cold calling, you know, sometimes is a good and sometimes is a bad, a bad thing because I know y'all are in meetings all the time and talking about bids. Um, so it was an, again, a no brainer for us to get involved with this thing. And I'm, I'm really grateful and glad to be a part of it. And hopefully I can meet some more people along the way. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's what we're here for, man, is to, is to connect people in the industry and, and, and try and, you know, build a voice that will represent our industry in, in a good way. And I, I think Nuke of Middle Tennessee is off to a good start on that. And, and we're really working towards a lot of stuff. So uh, I, I think the biggest advice I could give the new members is just, man, get involved, you know, get to these events, meet our folks. We've got a lot of really good people in our chapter, uh, people that when we started this thing, I had no idea who they are. Now I can call them a friend and, you know, it's a, a great thing to be a part of. So just get involved, show up, meet the folks. And I think you're going to really get a lot of benefit out of Nuka Mill, Tennessee. No, absolutely, man. I, uh, I was grateful when I joined up and I got messages from, from folks and emails welcoming me. And again, that's just something that you know, a lot of groups don't take the time to do. So that's a, that's a really cool thing for sure. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad we can stand out a little bit right off the bat. We haven't got a chance to meet you in person yet. No, man, absolutely. I'm excited to get to some of those in-person events for sure. Well, good deal, man. Uh, well, uh, I got, I don't have any more questions for you. Got any closing comments or thoughts you want to leave us with? Man, not necessarily. I, uh, again, I'm just, I'm glad to, to tell you guys a little bit about what we can do and what our, uh, what our capabilities are and where we can, where we can help your business grow. And, um, again, I'm just, uh, just grateful to be here. Good deal, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Um, and, uh, like I said, just get involved. We look forward to seeing you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you, man.
All right, guys, again, I want to thank David for coming on and joining us, and thank E-Tank uh, again for joining the chapter. It's a very fascinating and, and, and interesting-sounding company that I wasn't familiar with, so it was good to have David come on and learn a little bit more about them. Uh, so, guys, as always, if you guys want to find them, uh, you can go to their website, www.etank.net, E-T-A-N-K.net, uh, and find their website. Uh, and then uh, you can also find David Poteet on LinkedIn, and uh, he can hook up with you that way. And I'll put those two things in the show notes there as well, uh, as well as David's email there, dpoteet, so D P O T. E-A-T at etank.net uh, to get in touch with him uh, if you want to look into what they offer um, a little more closely. So, uh, again, thank you for David for coming on and thank you for Etank for joining Nuke of Mill, Tennessee. Glad to have you guys on board. Um, but with that, guys, I want to take a minute um, and I don't have a ton of information on this yet, but you guys have heard me talk about trench collapses on here all the time and this trench collapse hits particularly close to home for one of our chapters. Uh, there's a trench collapse in the Powell, Tennessee area. Uh, where two people were injured uh, and buried, from what I understand, up almost 10 to 12 feet deep. Uh, and it took the rescue team several hours to get to them. One of them, the first person, uh, or I don't know if it was first or second, but one of them was then life-flighted to UT Knoxville Medical Center, and the other one was taken by ambulance to a nearby hospital. Um, and, and like I said, I don't have a lot of information on this yet. I don't know, you know, I know that they were installing utilities to an apartment complex in the area of Powell. Um, I, I don't know companies. If I did know, I wouldn't say that that's not for me to come on here and talk about. Um, but the the event that happened is something we can all learn from. So I just want to take a minute and talk about that for a second. You know, preliminary, and, all, and all I have to base this off of is preliminary reports. So if I'm getting anything inaccurate because you're aware of someone that's that's close to or involved with, please feel free to correct me. Um, but all I can work with right now at the moment is the information I'm finding on the internet and that I've seen. Um, but, um, in Powell, Tennessee, there's a trench collapse of, you know, almost 10 to 12 feet, uh, two people, like I said. Um, and from what I'm seeing, there was no trench, trench or shoring devices anywhere in the area. Um, some of the pictures show the shoring and stuff that the first responders installed, to so that they could get to them, um, and, and that's one of the reasons these 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 rescues take so long is that the first responders have to one make it safe for them, two uh, then slowly dig their way down, then reset their shoring and keep going and so on and so forth. Um, you know, with all the weather we've had here recently, the the soil was very wet. Um, I think these two men are very lucky to be alive. That was some very heavy soil. They must have been. Uh, all I can say is, by the grace of God, perfectly positioned in an area where they had a little bit of a reprieve, I guess. Um, uh, you know, guys, there's members of both the chapters that this podcast reaches. Uh, actually, any chapter that this podcast reaches that specialize in trench safety. Uh, United Rentals, Sunbelt, uh, Shoring and Rentals. Uh, and then even nationally. Uh, you know, National Nuka has more members, you know, like National Trench Safety and um, Sun State. That, that they're, um, I believe they're, they're out in California, a little bit out of our area. But the point is, there are plenty of resources in your chapter to get you what you need to not ever have to put yourself in a situation like this. 
you know, I, I can speak from experience. Uh, I pulled up on one of my jobs the other day and saw a crew ready to work and in the trench. And I said, hey, what's the uh, shoring plan here? And they said, man, we, how do you shore this? Because there was crossing utilities. There was the ditch wasn't perfectly square. And there was all kinds of stuff. And I said, to be honest with you, I don't have a damn clue. But we can get a solution. All it took was a phone call to my United Rentals rep. And he was like, yeah, come take a look at it. And sure enough, they have the these types of sheeting I had never seen that we can slap in there and then do a little backfill and then slap a trench box in. And, you know, there, there are options out there. And, you know, people think of trench shoring as rudimentary, straight up and down, have to be perfectly square, you know, all these different things. And there are actually some really neat options out there. Um, you know, for anybody that's ever been to, uh, you know, the big, um, the big, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the show they had up there in Louisville. Uh, or the one they do out in Vegas where United Rentals has these huge setups or Sunbelt has these huge setups, National Trench Safety, big setups of, of whaler systems and trench boxes and all these things. There's some really cool stuff that can be utilized in many different ways. There is never a reason to enter an unsafe trench. Looking at something and saying, I don't know how to shore this is simply a learning lesson. All you got to do is make a phone call to somebody that can come out and help you and get that going in a safe manner. So, like I said, you know, let, let this lesson that's hitting very close to home for our chapters here in Tennessee uh, open your eyes a little bit, and let's let's not ever let this happen to a NUCA member, and and you know, use this as a reason to spread the message of trend safety. So, I just wanted to draw everybody's attention to that, um, and uh, you know, keep everybody uh, looking out. So uh, with that, guys, uh, you know, uh, upcoming events, you know, Nuka Mill, Tennessee, uh, it's got some cool stuff coming. Nuka of East Tennessee is working on getting their calendar together. Uh, you know, I, I'm waiting to hear from Wendy. I want, I'm excited to hear what they've got coming up. I'm sure they're going to have all of their normal annual events, their, their, dove, their dove hunt and chili cook-off and uh, clay shoot and, all, you know, golf tournament that they had a lot of success with. I'm sure all that's – she's working on getting all that on the calendar right now. I know we're doing the same thing here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, we're getting the clay shoot together, getting the the Grand Prix together, getting the luncheons together with the commissioners and the, all the all the great events that we had last year. And so the first one on the calendar for this year is going to be Friday, January 28th from 1 to 2 p.m. It is our virtual Nuka of Middle Tennessee chili cook-off. And I know that sounds a little goofy having a virtual cook-off, but it actually turned out to be really cool. You know, we, we were going to do an in-person chili cook-off last year and had to switch it to virtual due to uh, COVID. So I want to do it again, virtual. It was really pretty cool because it, it's an opportunity for you to bring your employees in, have your own chili cook-off, and then we're going to get on the Zoom and, you know, have each each company kind of talk about what they've got and what they had and who they're, you know, do your own blind test and then announce the winners. And then we'll have a, we'll do a live vote between all the companies to see who takes home the, the middle Tennessee uh, trophy and and yeah we don't all get the opportunity to try each other's chilies when we have that vote but we're going to go with presentation and setup and you know all the all the just have a little fun with it so um with that guys I hope you guys all getting signed up and and get ready to join in and and have some fun with that um another thing to mention here in Nuka Mill Tennessee is you've heard me talk about our sponsorship packages well they're going quick I think we have one platinum left and maybe a couple silvers uh, you know, people are jumping on those. So if you want to be able to stroke one check for for the year and still be able to do all the events and, and still support the chapter, then 
uh, this is your opportunity to jump on. So I, I, ho- I hope you do. Um, I know we did, and, and I'm very happy about that. Now all i got to do is uh, get my names in on who's going to things. I don't got to worry about all the stuff in between. It's all took care of. So uh, with that, guys, I'll wrap this one up. Uh, so y'all stay safe out there and keep getting to the sea.